0: Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings and it is Friday the 20th of October. 2023, not twenty not nineteen eighty-seven, thankfully. Alright, well, let's kick on as always with the disclaimer that is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas, or insights in this podcast. Alright, well, let's do the scores on the doors. For those of you hotly anticipating the numbers from last night, and a bit of a weaker night again on the US market, 10-year yields hitting nearly 5%, 4.988% on the back of comments from Jerome Powell, uh, which were certainly the focus of the market, along with corporate results. Two years, 5.163, that bond yield curve flattening all the time. That was down six basis points, and uh, we have that 10-year up uh, 7.3 basis points showing that maybe we're going to get higher for longer, or maybe it's just more normalised interest rates. Dow Jones falling 251 points, or 0.75%, 33,414. We had a high of 187 up and a low of 297 down. So closing pretty near its lows. The Nasdaq down 128 points, or nearly 1%, 13,186. The S&P 500 in the middle for diddle, as you would expect. Uh, down 0.85%, just sneaking in above the Dow and below the NASDAQ. 37 points, 4278. The Russell 2000 down 1.5%. Small caps always get hurt badly when you get market negativity. Down 26 points to 1703. And we do have the VIX Volatility Index up 8%. Remember, we talked about complacency a couple of days ago. We're well, back up to 20.75. Right, looking at European markets briefly, all weaker as well. Stock 600 down 1.2%, FTSE down 1.2%, Germany down 0.3%, France down 06 SPY futures, that's the one we care about, isn't it? Down 45 points or 0.64%, 6941. We had an ugly day yesterday. The ASX 200 falling 96 points or 1.36%, 6982 below that 7,000 level, and it looks like we could, in coming days, once again test that 6,900 level, where we have bounced from before. Resources and banks equally nasty yesterday, both down around one3 1.4%. So nowhere to run, nowhere to hide, as Martha would say. Looking at US stocks, though, and what happened last night in the US, first of all, Jerome Powell's speech. He acknowledged recent signs of cooling inflation. But he also said that the central bank would be resolute in its commitment to its 2% mandate. Remember, they got that 2% to 3% pretty much from the uh, Reserve Bank of New Zealand back in the uh, 80s and early 90s. Uh, So that uh, that was just a line in the sand. He said inflation is still too high and a few months of good data only beginning of what it will take to build confidence that inflation is moving down sustainably. Uh, And Powell said he doesn't think rates are too high now. He said, does it feel like policy is too tight right now? I would have to say no. Still, he noted that higher interest rates are difficult for everybody. Well, there we go. So that was uh, the words of wisdom from Jerome Powell last night. And uh, we also saw in terms of the market action last night, some data from the US Weekly Jobs Claims. Uh, total is seasonally adjusted 198,000, which is a decline of 13,000. Uh, so that was a little bit fewer than expected. In other headlines coming out of the US and overseas, uh, Biden is to deliver an Oval Office address tonight. And it looks like uh, Israel is on the verge of entering Gaza. And uh, we also have seen uh, Tesla. Uh, sparking a bit of a sell-off in some of those tech stocks last night. Tesla down nearly 10% following the conference call and the results. We had NVIDIA down 0.2%, AMD up 02 Netflix going very well, up 16% on the back of their subscriber numbers, jumping as password sharing uh, seems to be doing the trick as far as pushing subscribers into the Netflix packages. Meta- the artist formerly known as Facebook down 1.3, Amazon up 0.2, Alphabetti Spaghetti down 0.2, Microsoft up 0.4 of a percent. We had Apple down 0.2. Hanging in quite resolutely is old Apple at the moment. Uh, there has been some uh, concerns there and some downgrades, but it hasn't really affected the share price as yet. So we'll see how that one pans out. In U.S. banks, easier again. Goldman Sachs down 0.9. Morgan Stanley down 2.6. Wells Fargo down 0.8. Bank of America down 1.3. J.P. Morgan down 0.4. C.B.A. down 1.4% overseas. We had um, Resmed down 0.1 of a percent overseas. U.B.S. down 1.4%. Barclays down 2.5. And Deutsche down 0.6 of a percent there in terms of other events last night of course all eyes still remain on the Middle East and that is uh, looking more and more uh, potentially uh, tragic by the day I guess we do have commodities Brent crude taking its cue from the problems over there up 2.1 percent $1.93, 93.26 WTI up a dollar 1.1 percent 89.3 gold up 25 bucks. It hit a new all-time record in Aussie dollar terms. 1.3%, 1973.5. More on Newmont and the Newcrest deal in my article today in the newsletter. Platinum up 0.8 of a percent. Copper up 0.2, nickel down 0.2, aluminium unchanged, zinc down 0.5, lead down 0.2, ton down 0.9, iron ore pretty much unchanged. The rest of it pretty much unchanged. But looking once again at the commodity stocks overseas, BHP and ADR terms, that's American Depository Receipts down 1.1%. Rio down 0.8%. Blinkall down 1.3%. Freeport down 1.1%. Vale down 1.3%. Arbamale copying it again down 5.4%. They were downgraded by Bank of America along with SQM. We had Piedmont down 4.6%. Live End down 5.7, Sigma down 4.7, and oil and gas stocks not really doing much overseas at all. Exxon, Chevron, and Shell pretty much unchanged. All right, though, plenty going on in our market today, but it won't be a very nice end to the week. But there certainly is plenty going on, uh, that's for sure. Uh, the RBA has uh, revealed uh, that its losses from the Pandemic stimulus measures have blown out to about 43 billion and have sunk its balance sheet deeper into negative equity. The steep losses have called from economists for Treasurer Jim Chalmers to inject up 30 billion of emergency capital into the bank. The bank's balance sheet, this is the Reserve Bank of Australia, slumped deeper into the red to negative equity position of 17.7 billion in 2022 to 2023. Uh, a commercial bank like this with negative equity would would in fact be bankrupt. Uh, But of course, with a central bank that can print its own money, it cannot be insolvent, but still somewhat of a concern. Anyway, that is uh, a by the by today. In terms of news out this morning, uh, Suncorp and ANZ news out. Uh, The Queensland government has lodged an application with the Australian Competition uh, Regulator, which is the ACCC, as it seeks to ensure ANZ's deal to acquire Suncorp proceeds. So Queensland government on side there. Uh, We also have uh, AMA, reported Q1 revenue of $248 which is up 13% from a year ago, of 218.6. IFL, the Independent Order of Odd Fellows, now known as Insignia Financial, the CEO Renata Mota is stepping down effective February 24 by mutual agreement. Uh, Atlas Arterial, uh, their numbers are out for their toll revenue this morning. Q3 weighted average toll revenue up 6.1%. We've also got Wally Parsons out this morning. As reported, Outlook presented the time of full year results remain consistent with expectations for FY24 at their AGM presentation. Paladin out this morning as well. Net cash used in operating activities, a loss of $3.8 million. Uh, They have cash and cash equivalents of 99.8 and commissioning has commenced at the Lager Heinrich mine and the project remains on track and on budget. So some good news there for them. Illumina upgraded to neutral from underweight at Baron Joey. Northern Star, which Marcus holds in the Ideas portfolio, upgraded to a buy from a hold at Jefferies. Price increased to $14 from $10.50. It's always good to have a contrarian view because JP Morgan has downgraded it to neutral from overweight, but the price increased to $11.75 from $11.50. We also have news out today. Nick Scarley upgraded to outperform from neutral at Macquarie. Target increased to $12.60 from $12.20. Main Pharma Group upgraded to market weight from underweight at Wilson's. Santos upgraded to a buy from outperform at CLSA. Target price increased to $9.80 from $8.90. Liontown, plenty to talk about in Liontown. Upgraded to a neutral from a sell at City. Target price decreased from $2.30 to $1.90. Plenty to talk about in Liontown, as I said this morning, and uh, a big article in Henry's take this morning on Liontown. Last night, they finally nailed down the terms of their capital raise and their funding package with a bunch of banks. They're going to be raising around 360-odd million bucks at a $1.80, which is a long way from the $3 that Mile was prepared to pay and a long way from where Gina was buying uh, Liontown. Uh, $1.80 is the price. There will also be an SPP, for retail shareholders to raise up to 45 million bucks at the same price or this is important for retail shareholders or a 2% discount to the VWAP over a certain period of time more details of that etc in the newsletter today in Henry's take but certainly an interesting deal there are 220 million odd shares shorted in Town I'm sure they're all going to be clamoring to get that stock back at $1.80. Bear in mind, the company's shares were trading at around $1.50 before Arbor appeared on the scene. But have a look at Henry's take this morning for more thoughts on that one. We had been advising uh, people to take profits, big profits, and sell into the bid at 3 bucks. as it did seem. If the board was happy with 3 bucks, why were we going to argue with that? As far as events go today, we have got sales and production reports for Illumina, Atlas Arteria, we've already talked about that, Linus out later as well, and we've got AGMs from EVT, Clean Away Waste Management, McMahon and Worley, and Liontown, the important one I guess for uh, some of the members here, expected to resume trade this morning. No news yet as to what Gina is going to be doing in this capital raise. Clean Away Waste was one of the stocks that Macquarie highlighted as a potential upside from its AGM update. Uh, we'll see whether that actually comes to pass. Uh, we've also got uh, a little bit of uh, uh, news from Invictus Energy, which some will be following in the small cap portfolio. Uh, we have seen a drilling update from Makuu to the drilling update, elevated gas shows and risks... Uh, uh, encountered in the upper Angua. I hope I pronounced that right. Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. And as always, may the trading gods be with you.